Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. So, it's the middle of the night. <laughs> it's like, instead of you've got mail, it's the middle of the night. There's my little term. It's the middle of the night and I'm, and I, I'm coming to you in the middle of the night. <laughs> my little jingle. Um, anyway, and I had, I had woken up. And there's thunder. There's thunder outside. Haven't heard that in a while. Like thunder, where I live, I call it my little neck of the woods. Um, It is usually, it is, it's in the spring. We have thunderstorms in the spring here. And the weather was very strange yesterday, I have to say. It was bizarre. But I wanted to tell you all about my weekend. I hadn't shared anything. I hadn't done a podcast in a while because I I had a very, very unusual weekend. Like not usual things going on. It was, it was, but anyway, so I'm going to tell you about it and something that I learned I'm going to share something that I learned that I think is really cool. And so to add value to my listeners' life, like what is in what is in it for you? Well, uh I'm going to I'm going to tell you some stuff that I thought was very interesting. So my car I've been making a really weird sound. The air conditioning, when I, or the heat, when I would turn it off, it would make a very irritating clicking sound. <coughs> Excuse me. A very irritating clicking sound. And I, I, I had to get it repaired. So I took my car in a couple weeks ago for my, for its usual uh, you know, oil change and everything. I try to keep up with my vehicle. I really love my car. I really, really love my car a lot. And so I try to, I try to take really good care of her. I don't know if cars are he or she's, but I usually think of her as a girl, (laughs) feminine. (laughs) But anyway, so I, I, I take her in and then they say, okay, so bring her in on this day. So I'm like, okay. So I, I drop my car off and then the next day I'm working and, and it's all cool because I use the company car. So I take three, I take three different, different, uh, I, I take the car for three days, the usual time, and, you know, it's all good. But I'm thinking that it's going to be a day thing, okay? So I'm thinking, okay, well, they'll have it back in a day. So the guy calls me, and he says, I have bad news. Okay, so for me, bad news is catastrophic, (laughs) 
like bad news is like something really awful has happened. Like for me, bad news is like, this is like terrible. But he says that they got the wrong part and they are trying to get the correct part. But they, he tells me point blank, they won't have it for a week. It's coming from Tennessee, he says. I'm like, okay. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll make this work. It'll be all right. I'll figure it out. I'll do some lifts. I mean, I, I, I'm just, you know, I'll get rides. I mean, it, it's going to work out. But one of the things was, is my child had a birthday last week. And I was planning to go down to where my daughter lives and we were going to celebrate my son's birthday. And I, and I, and so I had plans. And so I'm like, okay, so I get, I don't think I'm going to have my car. So I, I get tram tickets. So I, I order these tram tickets because I don't want to like not be able to, you know, like I'm like, I can't get the tram. So I just buy them. So I have everything arranged and my, my daughter's going to pick me up at the airport (laughs) and, and it's all good. So, so then, and this would be Friday. So I'm taking the, the, the tram down on Friday and then I'm taking the tram back up on on Sunday. And I'm also, I'm really trying to get things like worked out in my own head because I'm thinking it's going to be a week, right? Because that's what he told me. I'm a literal, a literalist. When somebody tells me a week, I think, okay, well, I'm not going to have my car back till next Friday. I mean, next Tuesday, because this was on a Tuesday. So Friday comes and he tells me that the car's ready. Oh, your car's ready. You can come get it. He said, my, my wife works for Ford and she was able to get your part and yada, yada, yada. Anyway, so your car's ready. So do you want us to come pick you up to come get your car? And I'm like, well, okay. And, and I guess I should tell you all something else that I just think is interesting. So in the interim of all this, I put, I put in all the information for my tax person. I don't do tax people. I've never done, I mean, there have been times in my life where, yes, indeed, I have hired someone to do my taxes. But like, but this year, I, I really felt like I couldn't do it on my own. Because my mother has passed away and I, I got a certain amount of money, I didn't think that I could fill out the forms correctly. And I was nervous. I was very nervous about the tax year this year. So, so I have this tax appointment at, say, 2 o'clock and then my tram is at 5. So... They call me at like one thirty about my car and I'm like, oh crap, I have a I have a tax appointment. So I let my tax lady know I'm late and 
and I get there like a couple minutes late, but it all works that worked out. I they did they got my car, and this was the other thing they got it for three hundred dollars less than they quoted me. I don't know how that happened. I guess they only needed when they. I think that they actually did get the wrong part. Like like when they got in there, they realized that it wasn't that part that was messed up. It was a different part. And so, anyway, so I go and I give my tax person all of my, you know, or not all of it, but as much information as I possibly can. And then I go, I I meet the tram. So I go down to Phoenix and, and my daughter picks me up at the airport <laughs> and... And then, you know, it's it's super interesting spending the night at her house. I I wake up just like I do at home, but I think it might be a little bit worse because of factors. Like I'm I have to have the door completely shut. And it has to be pretty dark. I can't I can't have a lot of light in my room when I sleep. It has to be pretty dark. And, and so it's a little bit lighter there and this and that, but anyway, so, and then I wake up the next day and then I want to make my son a cake. (laughs) So I had like the best day and my daughter and my daughter also and her fiance, they have a really, really, really cute dog. So they have this, this little dachshund that I've just... Oh my God, he's just so sweet. And they didn't know how he was going to be when they left, but he actually did okay with me. I was surprised. I mean, they left kind of early and and because they had something to do. So I just stayed home and I had these dreams of like sitting by the pool and drinking Mai Tais. That didn't happen. But I ran over and I got, I got, the ingredients to make this cake or some of them because she had a lot of them. But anyways, the, the other thing was I, I packed cake pans, <laughs> these two rampage cake pans in my suitcase. Isn't that funny? Anyway, so I'm making this cake and, and oh God, should I even tell you all about this? I just think it was so crazy. So I was watching this TikTok and it was talking about, I'm sorry, I'm not going to tell you all the truth. Oh my God. It was talking about this supposedly disturbing sex scene in this, in this Netflix series. Okay. So I'm sitting here and I'm an adult and I'm like, I'm sitting there going, you know, okay, what makes it? What makes it disturbing? And this guy says exactly where to find it and everything. So I go to this this Netflix um, show and I go to the sex scene and I'm watching it. And I mean, I'm just, I, I didn't, like, I, I don't know. I, the only thing I can tell you is that it was so out of, out of context 
because first of all, you didn't really know what was going on in some ways because it was, it was not, some parts of it were just not normal. And I, I, it was just out of context. So I didn't think it was like, it wasn't like there wasn't any rape or like, I mean, I would have been upset about that. Um, cause I can't, I can't watch that kind of thing. And I don't watch horror stuff, but the weird part is, is I decided to watch the series. I decided, okay, I'm going to give this series a shot. So I had watched a few episodes on the way down in the tram. And then when I was staying at my daughter's house, I'm sitting there and I'm watching the show. Now my daughter is telling me, I cannot believe you are watching that mom. She's like, I just category, I can't believe you're watching that. Like that is so like not something that you would watch. And I was just transfixed in the idea of, of like witchery. Is that even a word? Witchery? <laughs> Is witchery a word? I don't even know if it's a word. But I was, I'm watching this show and, and see, I was telling my daughter, it's sort of like, I'm a witch, but I use my powers for good. I, I always use my powers for good. Like I, I do not believe in ever using supernatural powers for evil. I don't believe in that. And so I don't believe in like revenge. I don't believe in putting spells on people. I don't believe in, and this show was witchery to the negative. And, and it really did a very nice job of depicting how when she used what was a witch's, it didn't turn out, like in the beginning, you didn't know if she had power, but she asked someone to basically mess up someone's life. I mean, she, I mean, it was just black magic. It was just to the negative. And so I was so transfixed, you know, not necessarily <laughs> that I would ever do that, but it was so weird. The enormous power that, that this group of people had, but in my experience, the enormous power to the positive. Like I, I talk about this in my podcasting about, about how we, we have the power to create through our intentions, through our beliefs about something, through our believing it already happening we have the power to like turn water into wine. Like Jesus said that we would do greater things. 
And so I believe that the people on the planet are now figuring this out. We are figuring this out, that we can do greater things than even he did. And, and, and the enormous power that we have when we set an intention, when more than one person puts energy into that intention, we have enormous power. And so I was transfixed with this show as I'm watching it, like, like show after show after show. And I'm laying down with my, my little pup, the little dog, and he's falling asleep in my lap. He's like, he was totally happy to be with me. And he let me like take him out to go pee. And, (laughs) and this one time my daughter just laughed so hard. So this one time we, we went out and there was this young person, not super young, but like, I'm guessing about 16, this 16 year old young man is standing there and there were probably 50 or more golf balls. And then this, this older man, not old, but I'm guessing in his thirties, forties, really, really, really muscular, like this really muscular guy, he walks up to the dog and I didn't know how the dog was going to behave, but, and and anyway, and so the little pup, pup, he walks over, he picks up a golf ball and he prances off. I mean, this dog prances when he walks. He doesn't walk. Like he, he prances and he has this kind of like jump in his step. He's adorable. Anyway, and the guy said, oh, that's okay. So we basically stole somebody's golf ball. And, uh, but he let the fact that he let me take him out and go to the bathroom and everything was just really great. So, so I'm in the, so I'm watching the show and then finally they do what they do in these shows. And I, and I realized that this happens for me in quite a few shows that I don't get through them because when they kill off somebody that I really like, I don't want to watch the show anymore. I'm such a brat. Like, I just don't want to watch it. Besides the fact that they, they killed him off in such a heinous way. I just, I couldn't even watch. I just didn't even want that in my consciousness. Not like I was crazy about having other things. I mean, I was careful with what I was watching. I didn't watch every second of the show. But, but. I, they killed him in such a horrible, heinous way that I'm, I'm like, I'm done with this. I'm not watching this anymore. I'm just not. I, I, I can't deal. It's like, I guess I don't mind if they kill zombies or if they kill bad people, but I can't deal with them killing my favorite character. <laughs> There was, I used to watch um, Homeland. I watched Homeland. I was really faithful to that show for a long time. My daughter and I used to watch it. And then they did this thing where they, where she, they killed this young, this young kid. And it was so shocking to me. Like I didn't expect it. 
It was really shocking to me. And then I just quit watching it. I just didn't have any more interest in it. Uh, so this is the thing for me. I, like, one, one wrong move with killing off the wrong character and I'm done. Um, but anyway, so I quit watching that. And then I baked the cake. I was taking naps. And then we went out to dinner with my son. And it was so much fun. Actually, my son and I went shopping first. So then the next day comes along and I'm I'm on the tram. So I'm at the Sky Harbor Airport in Phoenix and I'm I'm waiting for the tram. I get on the tram and I start watching TikTok. And to like waste the time or you know cuz it's going to take a while to get home. So I'm I'm watching TikTok like the almost the whole way home and there's a whole, whole, whole lot of garbage, just like I'm always saying. And then something comes on there, and I just, I like this guy. I think this guy is a preacher. I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure he's a preacher guy. And I don't always listen to preachers, depending on what they say. You know, I'm willing to listen to a degree, but I didn't know. But this guy, I was like, Oh, wow, that is really cool. And so I, and what happens for me sometimes is that when I, when I see one of their TikToks that I like, then I have to go see the whole series because he was talking about the seven, I don't even think I named it. Oh, the sun, the seven signs that it's a God thing. Okay. The seven signs that it's a God thing. Okay. So I have this thing in my life that I, that I talk about quite a bit and, and it is, you know, I've, I've talked about this person. So I'm, I'm, and it's a certain person that I, that I would like to experience, or I believe I would like to experience. And so I want to, I want to talk about this referring to him. This person sort of lives (laughs) like another TikTok phrase, what is it? Rent free in my in my mind. Like this person is is, you know, doesn't really go far from my mind much. Um not that I feel like it's any kind of like absolute obsession or something like that, but I mean this I'm you know, he he's kinda, you know, somebody that I like like you know, so middle school. But anyway, so when I, when, I, when I saw the first one of these seven signs, I was like, okay, I got to see the rest of them. Because the first one was just so interesting to me. And the first one of the signs is that it doesn't make sense. Okay, so the first sign that it's a God thing, according to the preacher guy, is that it doesn't make sense. And honestly, 
my this thing with me and this guy I mean it's just it doesn't really make like it doesn't it it it's like where in heaven's name would I have just gotten this notion about this person like it's it's it doesn't quite make sense Okay, so then I was hooked. Now I'm like, okay, so what are the rest of them? The second one is you can't shake it. Okay, and this is so true about me. Like I I have tried everything to shake this guy. I've tried everything. I've tried like completely like you know trying to make it so that I don't get any any signs of of him whatsoever like I've tried to just turn it off and 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 I so I I and I just can't seem to shake this person I like that one is is like spawn on okay so the first one is it doesn't make sense the second one is you can't shake it okay then the third one and I'm reading this in, in the dark. My handwriting is not always so good. I was writing on a tram. Um, in, it says it increases your... Oh, it says it increases your need for him. As in God. Okay, and see, and I don't refer to God as a he or she. Whenever I hear him, God referred to a him, it, it's like problematic for me, but it doesn't matter. But increasing my, my need for God, and I, I would say yes. And, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about that because I, I can see this in myself that that I get confused sometimes that so Abraham Hicks say this phrase all the time and it's I believe it to be true they say the only reason why we want anything is because we would believe that we will be happier in the having of it and so and so I get confused that that at times and I'm getting better I'm getting better about this and not doing this and not falling into this trap of thinking of mistaking that it's it's him like that my happiness has any dependence on him and I and then I have to reel it back in it's not, my happiness is in God my happiness is in knowing that I'm an aspect of God. My happiness is in staying in the alignment with the source of everything that is. That's my happiness, not this person. So I, I, I can see that, not that I don't believe that, you know, that being in his presence would not add joy to my life. That's not what I'm trying to say, but... I believe that this idea definitely brings me back to the need 
to be in alignment with the source of everything that is. So the three steps again, it doesn't make sense. You can't shake it and it increases your need for God. Okay. And then the fourth one is it requires a breakup. Okay. Now he wasn't referring to like a breakup of a relationship. He was referring to a breakup with any idea that is contrary to it. You have to break up with any idea that is contrary to your goal, whatever that goal is. And sometimes that is having conversations with people who would lead you astray. People who would say, well, that's not a possibility for you. You know, how are you going to do that? You know, well, that's stupid. You know, I mean, you, you know what I'm talking about. These people, these naysay, I call them naysayers, you know, who don't, they don't understand that this is the way that, that things come into our physicality. Is it, be, it's an idea first that everything is somehow an idea first. And I don't quite understand that full full stop because like the esoteric idea of like an apple tree like there's an idea of an apple tree before an apple tree and so there has to be an observer in order for there to actually be an apple tree there and 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 I had this I had this idea that maybe the apple tree is the observer for itself so Maybe the apple tree wanted to come into physicality and, and so the apple observed, because there, I believe there are apple trees somewhere in an apple orchard that nobody like willed it into physicality. So how did the apple tree come to physicality if there weren't any quote unquote physical observers of it. And so I believe that the apple tree itself is the observer of itself, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong on that. I'm just going to say that. Okay. And number five is, is a little bit like number four, and that is opposition. You're going to get opposition. You're going to get, and I do, I, I get opposition like you know, that I talk about in my material, that there are times where I I get really discouraged. There's times where I get really discouraged. I, I've been doing a lot better, though, recently, where I just, I have just really, in a lot of ways, just let it go. Just like the term, just let it go and let God. But it it definitely has not been a straight road whatsoever and it has been years so the idea about this like came into my my mind further further in the quote unquote past than 4 years i had this idea come into my mind but 4 years ago i i i started a journey of actively 
trying to create something through the power of intention, you know, and, and, and they say that theoretically, we don't have to go anywhere to get it. So when you're trying to create in the way that I'm trying to create, the experience should come to me. And so I mean, I'm doing everything that I, you know, but my latest has been, I really have just, just given it to God. I just, Okay, so you get opposition. Okay. Um, continuous repetition. So number six is continuous repetition. And I believe that so wholeheartedly. So I have to continuously and repetitively <laughs> I guess believe the wish fulfilled. I have to just, I have to keep the focus. And it could be the part of the reason for why this thing has seemingly taken so long. But when you're talking about, if you get out of linear time, then it's just a bleep. And like, like when this person comes into my physicality, then this person is actually in my physicality and then... And then the past just sort of goes away. And so, but my thoughts to the contrary are probably the reason why this hasn't come into my physicality. Because what happens for me is that, because I definitely have had the emotions, I definitely had had the visualization, I've I've... I've done the 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 groundwork on this thing but it has taken a while because and I've had to just repeat it over and over and over again but I I start when it doesn't come into my physicality for especially the amount of t- seeming time like 4 years it seems like kind of a long time. Kind of a long time. You know, and then like, when do you give up on something? When do I say, okay, well, it doesn't look like, you know, it doesn't look like this is going to come into my physicality. And so, and so it's sort of this, this circular thing that I, and I just like recently, I just, I just kind of got off that Ferris wheel and I'm, I can't say that I'm learning to be happy single. That's not what I'm talking about, but I, I really have been in so many ways, very happy. I have been, I've been pretty settled recently. And then the last one is motion activates doors. And I would say, I would say that that is definitely, I can see that. And the way that that, the way that I see that in my own life is that I have so many of these, they call them synchronicities. I have so many of these synchronicities regarding this person. 
I mean, so many, so many that I can't, I can't even, it's just nuts how many that I get. It's just something. Um, And so that can be, you know, so if this is not meant to be, you know, it seems really strange that I would get these synchronicities every single day, every day, every day. And, 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 and it could be argued that God is just, is just so objective that because I put, I put a percentage of thought into this particular person that I am, I'm getting feedback from my environment just because of the output of my focus and nothing else. But I don't believe that to be true. I don't believe that to be true. Um, and I'll give you one example for why. So one day I had just gotten it. I was actually in a dental chair. <laughs> I was getting some dental work done. I don't know if it was just a general cleaning or what, but I'm I'm in a dental chair and I'm something comes across my my something comes into my awareness and I just I, I'm just laying there and I'm like I have got to stop. I just got to stop. I got to forget about this person. I have to I it's just this is never going to happen. You know, just you just got to just know it's not going to happen and move on with your life. You know, basically you're just so foolish, you know, and I start to berate myself and think really negative things. And so I leave the dental office and I'm driving and I come to this four-way stop. And I look over to the left and there's a, a, it's not a license plate, but it's, you know, it's a license plate that's in the front of this car that says, and I quote, with God, all things are possible. Which is weird in and of itself. The timing of it is weird in and of itself. But okay, so I can dismiss that to some degree. And I have to preface this next part with his number for some reason is 555. So his number is 555. And I'm, and I'm, I keep driving and there's a bus. So there's this whole line of cars in front of me. So I go to slow down and then there's this person trying to make a right out of a street and I let him go in front of me. So I politely let him go in front of me and his license plate has a 555 on it. Which is really bizarre. And then by this point, I'm just like, I, I'm just, there have been times in this process where I have talked to God and I have said, like, I don't understand this. Are you just messing with me? Is the universe just messing with me? Because I have so many of these things happen that, that, uh, you know, I, and so it kind of seems like the universe is saying, no, you cannot give up on this. But anyway, 
So I'm going to go back through these steps again. So it is the seven signs. It's a God thing. Sign number one, it doesn't make sense. Sign number two, you can't shake it. Sign number three, increases your need for God. Sign number four, it requires a breakup. Sign number five, opposition. Sign number six, continuous repetition. And sign number seven, motion activated doors. Basically, I don't think that I explained that last one correctly. So what he was referring to is that when we take a step in the direction of that God thing, doors open. And that's partly how you know it's a God thing. If it's not a God thing and it's not the way that you're supposed to go, doors are not going to open, supposedly. But this is one of the things that I that I... If we create our reality, then how is it not the right direction? Like, like I mean, this goes back to either a podcast or a YouTube that I did recently where I was talking, you know, and I'll just, I'll just tell y'all, I was talking to my sister. So I'm talking to my sister who, my sister is a very, very strong fundamentalist Christian. She has been a fundamental, I call her that, she goes to like a, it's not a Calvary chapel, but she goes to a non-denominational Christian church and she reads the Bible every day. She goes to Bible studies every week. She quotes the Bible all the time. Okay, so she, you understand. I, I'm giving you a good... And I was talking to her about something uh, last week, I think. I was talking to her about, about the fact that I had gotten a cold call about my book and the republic, public, republishing my book and, and digital marketing. And she basically said to me, it's going to be however God wants it to be. And this is a trigger for me. First of all, I don't believe there's anything outside of God. I really don't. I don't believe, I, I don't believe in like the separation between God and man, that God is up there and we are down here. I believe that God is the building blocks and that which is created is in the atoms of that of everything that is created. So so the actual idea comes from God, the all of it is God. And so me as an aspect of God and God giving us free will. And so and so I mean it could be argued that either my my subject Either my material just categorically sucks generally or it's not time right or, you know, like I don't know why it has not really gone off the ground. And like recently, I really, I really oftentimes like wonder what it is that I desire in my life because I'm not sure 
And so I have this thing in my head, you know, that I just like a ton of money, but I don't know how it's going to come to me so that I can just be free. And I don't know, I don't know how it's going to come. And I'm not entirely sure that it is going to come from my material. Like I thought that it would come from my material and I already have like a sum of money that I, that I could indeed just kind of skate along for a period of time. But I, but I choose to put out this material because I'm inspired to do so. But like sometimes I'm just like, I just really want freedom. I, I, I would like to just travel and I like to meditate, practice, do my practice and um, maybe keep podcasting, doing, you know, maybe writing more. I, you know, and if I happen to make money with my writing, that would be fantastic. You know, I just... Um, But, but, and, but one is more like the, it's just a difference in like, like, so to say that God is basically, it's that God is going to have it the way God wants to do, that there is this God's will that is separate from our will. Okay. That it's God's will, you, you know, trusting in God's will for your life. And, and then I have to kind of say, what God? Because the, the, the God that, you know, of the Bible, he's kind of mean. He's mean. You know, I say this and, you know, and, and I tell my sister, you know, don't listen to my material. Don't anybody in your family listen to my material because they wouldn't like it. But like, I mean, like, honestly, do I want that God's will for my life? That God that would send me to hell? That God that required the torture of his son for the forgiveness of sins? Do I want that guy's will for my life? I'm just saying. But anyway, but these seven signs that it's a God thing really kind of made sense to me. It made sense to me. Like things that just, you know, that just, and I can't shake it. Can't shake it even though I've tried to shake it. And so it is, it just is what it is. And I'm, and I'm just doing, I'm just living and I'm enjoying but lastly, I wanted to tell you all, <laughs> so Sunday, when my daughter, I think my daughter was taking me possibly to the airport at the time, she was taking me somewhere, and and she, my accountant calls, or the tax lady, and tells me that I owe $10,000 to the IRS, and I just about... I just about, I, I was just like, what? She goes, yeah, you owe, right now, she says, right now, you owe $10,000 to the IRS. So what am I going to do about that? 
I mean, there's, there's all kinds of things. Like, I can pay it. I don't want to pay it. I definitely do not want to pay $10,000 to the IRS. That is the last thing I want to do right now. Like, I, I got plans this year, you know, and I'm really excited about them. And, and, and paying ten that, that money, the $10,000 that, you know, to do what I would like to do this year. But I have the money to even do those things and pay the $10,000. I mean, that's the good news is that I can pay it, but I don't want to pay it. But what am I going to do with this? And I'm just going to trust I'm just going to trust. I and I talked to my 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 lady and I'm like, "Okay, what do I have to do to not pay this $10,000? Like, what the hell do I have to do?" You know, and she was asking me, "Well, cuz you know, I have an income, I have a W2." She says, "You know, well, do you have any self, you know, do you have and and I guess you don't have to ha- have an LLC. Some people say you have to have an LLC, but According to my this accountant lady, I do not have to have an LLC. I just have the intent. So I have this side hustle, my blonde-haired girl, and I yesterday I went off on everything I've done for it <laughs> for my little my little business. And um I wrote down everything and I wrote down like the the repairs to my to my place and I wrote down like all this stuff and so hopefully we will be able to offset it but anyway I just thought it was just it was such an interesting weekend it really was it was very out of the norm anyway I just wanted to share those those four those seven seven um that it's a god thing (laughs) anyway I appreciate y'all listening And I'll be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.